So just how different is dark from light? So last week I got the opportunity to discuss the first six verses of chapter 2 with a group of guys on Wednesday night here at the church. And I really enjoyed that conversation. Two things that really stuck with me from it. First, I really liked our discussion about obedience in this particular passage of Scripture. What John is saying here is that obedience is more of an outward expression of a relationship that's taking place in our heart. And how sometimes we might use obedience as like a currency with God, where we might say, if I do X, Y, and Z, then God needs to do A, B, and C for me. And we try to use obedience as leverage with God, and it never will work that way. That's not the point of our, of our faith. Instead, the reality is God craves a relationship with us. And when we fully understand that, and we enter into that relationship with Him, what we find is that there is great joy in doing the things that are pleasing to Him. And therefore, our obedience comes naturally out of that relationship with God. The second part of our discussion that I really enjoyed was when we talked about the word advocate and what it really means and what it stands for and really what does it conjure up for us because there's a lot of imagery that comes to mind whenever I think about advocates. We think about courtrooms and we think about you know the judge on his bench and a, a prosecutor and all of those things and the role of the advocate is to stand up for the one who doesn't even know what his rights are. And so I really, really enjoyed our discussion around that, talking about child advocacy and what an advocate does in the courtroom, and then also just how Jesus takes the role of both our representative and the one who paid the price for our penalty. It's just an amazing testimony of who Christ is and what he's done for us and his overwhelming love for us. All right, this week we're going to be taking a look at 1 John chapter 2, verses 7 through 11. So follow along with me as I read. Beloved, I am not writing a new commandment to you, but an old commandment, which you have had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word which you have heard. On the other hand, I am writing a new commandment to you, which is true in him and in you, because the darkness is passing away, and the true light is already shining. The one who says he is in the light and yet hates his brother is in the darkness until now. The one who loves his brother abides in the light, and there is no cause for stumbling in him. But the one who hates his brother is in the darkness, and walks in the darkness, and does not know where he is going, because the darkness has blinded his eyes. So we can see in this passage of scripture that there's a lot of contrast here between light and darkness, and love and hatred, and so we can see that John is trying to paint a picture for us about what it looks like to be a child of God, and loving, and how we should love each other. So the further we go, we're going to get into more and more of these themes. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a piece of paper and I'm going to put a theme at the top of that page, just one of the themes from my list. And then as I go through this and I come across that theme, I'm going to put a little reference to say verse or chapter two, verse 11 or whichever verse I'm on. And then a little note underneath that theme so that I can kind of keep it all together so that at the end of all of this, we can go back and say, okay, let's talk about the theme of light and darkness. And we can see how John has developed the idea over the course of this letter. And we can understand what he's trying to get at as he goes over those topics. 
And again, he's going to come back to these themes several times. And so we're going to be adding to those lists as time goes by. So if you've got a journal or a pad or, or some electronic note taking, go ahead and create some space where you can take each theme and record references of where you've learned something more about that theme, which verse it's in and what else you've learned. Secondly, I just want to address that there's some confusing language at the beginning of this passage where he's talking about the fact that there's an old commandment and a new commandment, and he says he's not giving a new commandment, then he says he is giving a new commandment. What, what is John getting at here? What is he talking about whenever he says these things? Now, remember that this is something that John was writing to a group of people, and so he had a very specific intention. He wasn't trying to be confusing, but there's a little bit of uh, tension there and trying to understand exactly what he's driving at. So I want to send you to two different locations, and of course this will be in the, the notes below, but I want you to look at John chapter 13 verse 34, and I also want you to look at Leviticus chapter 19 verse 18. And look at those two verses of Scripture in light of what John is saying here in 1 John chapter 2 and try to come to an understanding of what he might be driving at. What's the old commandment? What's the new commandment? What is he talking about whenever he's going back and forth about whether or not this is a new or old commandment? And see what Jesus has to say about it and what the Old Testament said already. So I've really enjoyed the times that I've gotten to do this with other people and to kind of verbally process my thoughts on this and to hear from other people from their perspective what the Word of God is saying to them. And I want to encourage you, if you get the opportunity to do this with someone, take that opportunity. And if not, at least join in in the comments on Facebook where you can kind of see what other people are getting out of it and then chime in with your responses because somebody might have something that they'll gain from knowing your perspective. Thanks for working at this with me. I'll see you next week.